Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep! P-E-P-Pep! Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman! search for Professor Sturgeon continues, Horatio F. Horn, amateur detective, has run into trouble. Trouble that may mean his life and that of the girl reporter, Lois Lane. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, uh, strictly off the record, how many breakfasts would you guess are started off by Kellogg's Pep every morning? Well, you know, I went on the record with a big guess the other day, and I missed it by a mile. Of course, I'm not really surprised that Pep is such a winner. It makes such a slick dish for breakfast. How could anybody resist it? Why, just the looks of a bowl of sunny, golden-toasted Kellogg's Pep makes your appetite sit up and take notice right away. And what that sparkling sunshine flavor does for your taste gives you the old come on all right. Pep's tender crispness has a way with your appetite, too. Every crunchy flake seems to melt in your mouth. Yes, sir, Kellogg's Pep is so good, you'll keep right on eating until you've polished off every bit in your bowl. And that's keeping on the bean gang, because the cereal grains have been picked out to help give good nourishment to fellows and girls all over the world. Think of that when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocer's. Don't waste it. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. Pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Remember, eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. The Adventures of Superman. When Horatio F. Horn, part-time telegrapher, part-time amateur detective, and part-time correspondent for the Daily Planet in an Ohio village, decoded a telegram which he said indicated danger to Professor John Sturgeon, famous expert on atomic power, he hot-footed it to Metropolis. That same day, Professor Sturgeon was abducted by three mysterious foreign-speaking men. As Superman, Clark Kent streaked to a lodge in the mountains where the telegram had been addressed but failed to find the professor. Meanwhile, Lois Lane and Horatio Horn had also left for the lodge by car. Battling a violent storm en route, their car skidded on a narrow mountain road and plunged into a swollen mountain stream. As we continue now, Superman is searching for Lois and Horatio, who, having made their way out of the submerged car, are clinging desperately to a slippery log and are being swept by the current at breakneck speed into a wider, icy cold mountain torrent. Listen. This water is cold. Uh, are you all right, Miss Lane? Uh, uh, I'm getting numb. Well, and this log is so slippery. Oh. Uh, I don't think I can hang on much longer. Now, now you, you've got to hang on. You've just got to, you know. Look at me. I, I'm hanging on. Oh. Mr. Horn. Mr. Horn, where, where are you? Here. 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 Here I am, Miss Lane. Oh, thank heaven. 
thought you were, you were gone. Oh, it's not so easy to lose Horatio Ebhorn. Uh, and I say this log is slippery. Worse than a greased pig by Gulliver. What are we going to do? I can't hang on much longer. My hands and feet are like blocks of ice. Try to keep up your courage, young lady. There's a bend up ahead. If we work our way closer to shore, we might... Oh, oh my goodness. Now what? The foam. The what? Well, don't you see the foam on the water? Don't you notice how much faster the current is? Well, that means... It means what? Well, look for yourself. You you can see around the bend now. Good heavens. There's a sharp rock sticking out of the water and... Yes. And that... Yes, it falls. We're going to be swept over it. Quick, let's go of the log and swim. Swim to the shore. The current too strong. I can't swim again. Oh, yes, you've got to. If we're carried over that rocky falls, it'll be the end of us. Swim, Miss Lane. It's no use. Oh. I, I can't stand. There, I, I've got you. I'll hang onto my shoulder. No, we're both down. You just try to save yourself, Mr. Horn. And leave a lady in distress. No horn would think of such a thing. Oh, I say this current is powerful. Can't make much headway. Let me go, I tell you. No. Hey, you're too late now. We're going over the fall. Relax, Miss Lane. You too, Mr. Horn. Everything's under control. Oh, Superman. Oh, my Gulliver. We stopped moving. Under this arm with you, Miss Lane. You under this arm, Mr. Horn. Superman, I can't believe it. I thought it was the end. So did I. I'd say, my good fellow, are you really Superman? Here's where you find out. Up and away! Why, we're flying. We really are. I say, you are Superman. At your service. I noticed a farmhouse around here before. You two need some dry clothing in a hurry and something hot to drink. An excellent idea by Gulliver. We haven't time for that, Superman. Look, Professor Sturgeon, the atom bomb scientist, was abducted. We think some foreign agents took him to a mountain lodge near here. It's your presence there. I'll do everything I can to find the professor. I'll take you to the farmhouse and go on to the lodge. Down! Down! Leaving Lois Lane and Horatio Horn at the farmhouse, Superman streaks to Maple Lodge, which he now finds completely deserted. Carefully, he searches the low, rambling building and then the surrounding woods and countryside. Finally, he is about to give up and return to Metropolis when he sees an ancient car chugging up to the lodge door. Quickly resuming the guise and garb of Clark Kent, he walks around the house to greet Lois and Horatio Horn as they step from the car. Hello, Lois. Mr. Horn, what are Hello. you doing? Hello, Clark Kent. So you did come up here. Oh, yes, of course. You see, I... I have... see, all right. You left me to wait for Inspector Henderson while you rushed up here to scoop me on the story. I wasn't thinking of the story. I was thinking of Professor Sturgeon. I could get up here much faster uh, uh, alone. Let's not so... quarrel, young people. Quarreling disturbs the clear process of reason. And as the president of my alma mater, the famous oh, corresponding school detective... never mind Institute your says, alma mater you... now, Mr. Horn. Let's hear from this other great detective, Mr. Kent. What did you find up here, Clark? Except mosquitoes, I mean. Well, practically nothing, Lois. I thought so. Who lives in the lodge? Nobody, at the moment. But I say, someone must live here. This is where the telegram was addressed, you know, the one I decoded. It said, airship, big fish, atom. There's nobody here now, though. Even the caretaker disappeared. What caretaker? The one I spoke to when I was here before. Frank, his name was. He was apparently Wait in on the plot because minute. he sent me off on Just a wild goose chase. Just a minute, Clark. I would have caught up with him, though, if I hadn't had Just to go looking. Just a minute, I said. 
How could you have been here before? What do you mean? Why, you've hardly had time to get up here from Metropolis. Oh, oh why... And you couldn't well, have been looking for us. You deserted us in Metropolis. No. And it's I... only due to a miracle, or to Superman, to be exact, that now, we're look... alive. Come to think of it, where is he? Never he mind he... about Superman or how or why I got here. We haven't a moment to wait. So if you want me to tell you what happened, you'll have to stop interrupting. Well, really? This all sounds fishy to me, and now, I don't look, like Lord, your high-handed oh, manner, Mr. He's King. quite oh. upset by this terrible affair, Miss Lane, and so are we. The thing to do is to sit down quietly, talk this over. Oh, Harmony brings about a meeting of the minds, as the president of my alma mater, the famous correspondence school detective institute oh, says. Oh, uh, please, spare I think me. we ought to horn. Me too, spare me. Go on, Clark. You and I will settle this later. Tell me about the caretaker. Well, I said I think he was in on the plot, because when I questioned him about the big fish telegram, he looked definitely startled. He did? Then he admitted the lodge had been rented to someone for the summer, someone who had moved out very suddenly this morning. When Professor Sturgeon was abducted. Right. He said I could find the man at 96 Walnut Street in Metropolis. He did? Yes. Well, why room... didn't you say so before? Oh, no, what are you standing around here for? Well, Let's get started. Yes, indeed. If Come on. Just let me get a word. Wait a minute. Just a moment. Let me finish, will you? Caretaker gave me a wrong steer. What do you mean, Carl? I mean, there is no 96 Walnut Street. What? There's a vacant lot where number 96 Walnut Street should be. What's that? A vacant lot, you say? Yes. How do you know? I... Well, I happen to know that part of Walnut Street. Well, then... We're up a tree here, Mr. Kent. Right, and I don't know where to go from here. Wait a minute, what's that? What? I don't see anything. What? Oh, I hear a telephone. In the lodge. Come on, maybe someone's calling the man who lived here. Hello, this is Maple Lodge. This is Clark Kent there, please. What? Inspector Henderson of the Metropolis Police Department. Oh, calling. hello, Inspector. This is Kent speaking. Is that Henderson? Yes, just a minute, Lord. Did you find anything up there? Not a thing, except Miss Lane and Horatio Horn. How about you? I found something. You did? What's that? Well, I don't want to speak about it on the phone. How soon can you get back to Metropolis? Oh, a minute or two. Good. Uh, a minute or two? Hey, who do you think you are, Superman? Could be. I'll be there as soon as possible, Inspector. Step on it, Kent. This is important. <laughs> We'll be back in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, gang, this week's pet dish of the week is practically out of this world, the way it sends your breakfast appetite skyrocketing. Hey, did I say skyrocket? Well, that's it. Sure, this week's pet dish of the week is a peach rocket, as neat a dish as you'd ever hope to taste. Here's how it goes. You take firm, ripe slices of fresh peaches and line the sides of your bowl with them. You know, so they're pointing up like rockets... Then pour on your serving of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, and see how the tips of the peaches show up at the top. Add milk and sugar, and there's your peach rocket. Talk about delicious. Mm -mm. And Kellogg's Pep is a winner no matter how you serve it. Crisp and tender for one thing, each crunchy flake practically melts in your mouth. And Pep is the whole wheat flake cereal with that sparkling sunshine flavor. A comeback for more flavor that tickles your taste until you've eaten up every bit in your bowl. You know, it's especially important nowadays not to waste cereal because we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls overseas. So, gang, when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, don't waste it. Pour it out carefully and finish off every bit you pour out. Get Hep to Pep, gang. Eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Leaving Lois Lane and Horatio Horn to return to Metropolis in their borrowed car... Clark Kent slipped away, resumed his true identity as Superman, and rocketed back to Metropolis. As we join him now, he is in the office of Police Inspector Henderson, examining a finely engraved gold medal. Here's a magnifying glass, Kent. I want you to read the inscription on that medal. I can read it without the glass, Inspector. It says, presented to Alonzo A. Sturgeon in admiration by the International Scientific Society. Uh-huh. Well, what about it? Remember what Sturgeon's butler said about the three men who took the professor away? 
Yes, of course. He said they gave Sturgeon some story about wanting him to accept a medal from their society. Wait a minute. You mean... Exactly, Kent. They said they were from the International Scientific Society. This was the medal they were giving to the professor. They wanted him to come to a banquet or something and accept it formally. Uh The professor didn't want to go, so they took him forcibly. Now, wait a minute. How do you know they said the International Scientific Society? Well, the butler said so. Well, he told me he couldn't remember the name of the society. He remembered the name when we found this medal on the lawn. Oh, I see. Well, look, uh, what what is this uh, society? As soon as I find that out, I'll find the professor. As soon as... You mean it isn't listed? I can't find any trace of it in Metropolis. Must have a foreign headquarters. Healy's checking on it now with Dr. McCray at the university. Just a minute, that may be Healy now. Hello? Oh, yes, Healy, what did you find out about that society? What? You're sure? Well, how do you like that? Okay. So long. What is it, Inspector? That was Healy. Calling from Dr. McCray's office at the university, Kent. Yes? McCray says there is no international scientific society anywhere in the world. Startled, Clark Kent and Inspector Henderson stare at each other, realizing that their only clue to Professor Sturgeon has turned out to be no clue at all. What will happen now? A small group of power-mad men possessed of the atom bomb secret can threaten the world as it has never been threatened before. And even Superman may be unable to prevent the catastrophe in time. Monday's episode is tense and exciting, gang, so don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, gang, famous names make history. And Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals, has made history with good breakfast eating for a long time. For example... Kellogg shredded wheat, so crisp, so toasty, so delicious. Tender, plump biscuits, 15 of them to a package. That's 15 biscuits crammed with their own natural nut sweet flavor and made just the right size to fit the bowl. And remember, this is whole wheat, so it's good for you, too. Ask Mom for Kellogg shredded wheat. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.